All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Essential Questions for Educators podcast or EQ4E on Spotify and other platforms. This is William Brooks. I'm your host and we have a special guest today. He is a recurring guest. It is Who's the Boss number three. Now, I've mentioned this in other podcasts, but Who's the Boss one and Who's the Boss two are currently tied for number one on my podcast. So, I may have education ramblings from time to time, but what my listeners want to hear the most is uh, from my son Bosley and his education thoughts, as well as other thoughts as well, which is a good place to start because you may hear a difference in the audio uh, right now. We are, Boss and I, I picked him up, he gets to miss school for a father-son road trip to Oklahoma City to watch the Oklahoma Thunder play the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. And I we are we are on a road trip right now. We are heading south from the Kansas City area. So hey boss, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Yeah. Um, all right. So you know, let's start out with what are your thoughts on the Oklahoma City Thunder, on the Los Angeles Lakers, on what we're gonna see tonight. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. Okay. All right, hold on. You need to speak up a little bit more because we're in the car. I think it's going to be a good game, and I think the Thunder are going to win. Oh, now why would you say that? Because the Lakers have LeBron James. Because LeBron James is old. <laughs> now, LeBron James is old. He is old. And, you know, people ask me sometimes, who's better, Jordan or James, And I'm like, or LeBron? And I'm like, well, you know, I think in a matchup, if they were able to play against each other, say one-on-one, I bet Jordan would win and probably win by, like if they went to 10, it'd probably be 10 to seven or 10 to five, but Jordan's also 60 years old right now. So, you know, he'd he'd still win by a couple, you know, I I think, (laughs) even right now. Um, Anything else you're looking forward to in the Thunder Lakers game tonight? Uh, I want to see LeBron play and I want to see Chet Holmgren play. Now, Chet Holmgren, I'm, I'm not quite as familiar with Chet Holmgren. Tell me about him. Uh, he's, like, really tall, and he's good. A- anything else? Uh, who does he play for? Is he the Thunder? The Thunder. Okay, now, he was on the Thunder last year, right? Yes. Okay, but what happened? He got hurt in, like, summer league or something, and he had to get a surgery, and he was out for the whole year. So he even got hurt in preseason, right? Yes super lame but we were talking about Chet Holmgren and again I don't know that much about him but uh, we were talking about whether or not he was eligible for rookie of the year even though this is his second year but he did not play during the regular season or maybe 10 minutes during the regular season before he got hurt or was it preseason it it was like preseason or something okay so he is eligible for rookie of the year what's so special about Chet Holmgren um I think he's just he's really tall so he can do a lot of things that a lot of people can't and he's just really talented I guess okay so he is not only tall he also has a tremendous amount of talent with the basketball yes okay now all right so that's that's that and we'll 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 talk about uh, how the trip went on who's the boss for because I want to keep my listeners man I, I know they want to hear uh, who, who's the boss episodes for sure all right so um, now 
we decided a week or so, well, we decided over Thanksgiving that we were going to try doing a podcast from the car. So this is a little different for me. I don't know what the audio is going to be like. I'm going to have to see if I can blend some of the car uh, sounds out. But we're on, we're, we're in the middle of nowhere and in, in the highway in the middle of Kansas. So I don't think it'll be an issue. But if you hear a hum, um, I didn't do a good job of taking that out during, during the uh, editing part of this. Okay, but enough of that nonsense. I reached and I remembered about the podcast as we were driving down I-35 and you said, oh my gosh, let me tell you about recess recently. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't tell me about recess because that's an update that we do on uh, who's the boss. You've talked about recess each time. So tell me about what the state of recess or what's been going on in recess. I mean, nothing much. Just we get in a lot of fights now, pretty much. Okay, now define fights. Like pretty much arguments for like 10 minutes and it wastes like the whole thing. Wait a second. So you only get like 17 minutes for recess, right? Like 15. Okay. So 15 minutes and you're, t- you're telling me that it takes 10 minutes to go through disputes, fights, and does anything ever come of it? Not really. Just like one call because we're playing kickball now and it's really just one call if he's like out or safe or something. Okay. Well, first of all, I've got a couple reactions to kickball. Number one... That was the game of choice back in the 1970s and early 80s when I was on the playgrounds in Warrensburg, Missouri. Um, I'm, so, so I'm glad that uh, kickball persists. Number two, you say the the issues are with the safe and out calls? Yes. Okay, can you give me an example of something that's happened recently, a scenario, if you will? Um, I would say it's if someone caught it and they basically tried to argue that they tagged up or not because not a lot of people know the rules of tagging up because one some people think if it goes in the air you have to tag up no matter what even if they don't catch it so really it's just like arguments about say I caught it and this guy went off the he's already at home when I caught it so I went go and tag him and then they argue that he doesn't know how to tag up so it's kind of like a huge argument about that Oh, okay. Is it usually tag-ups, or can it be a play at first base, or is it mostly tagging up? It's it's mostly tagging up, but sometimes it's plays at second base, throwing it like a throw-out when we throw it at someone and it hits them. It, it can sometimes be a force-out like that, but it's mostly tagging up because not a lot of people know how that works. Now, do you think a pre-game meeting of, hey, are we doing tag-ups, no tag-ups, like what's going on, do you think that might help? I mean, the rule has always been you have to tag up, so I don't really know. Okay, so maybe a pre-game, just guys, remember, we're doing tag-ups. Does anybody have questions on tag-ups? Do you think that would help? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, that seems like a long time to argue about that. Interesting. Well, that, that makes for kind of a lame recess. Now, I, I have to ask, do the recess aides that you talk about from time to time ever get involved in tag-up disputes or other disputes? There's one recess lady that gets, like, involved in our whole game, and we, we make rules for the game to be more fun, but she kind of just, like, says, you can't do that, you can't do that, even though we make rules for it to be more fun. Can you give me one example of a fun rule you guys come up with? I would say one rule that's just, like, we make it fun is that so when the whistle blows, yeah. you, we have to go in. We You have to, like, pitch it so they have a chance. You can't just hold it. Um, so we do that just so we can get, like, an extra kick in. And she saw us do that, and we all got in trouble for it. 
Okay, so if I understand what you're saying is to, in order to move the game along and for there not to be unnecessary delays or strategic delays, that, that you created a rule to kind of keep it moving and the recess aide came in and said, basically, not going to happen. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's lame. I don't like that. I don't like that. I like the creativity you guys are using and the problem solving that you're using out on the out on the kickball field. But, you know, I got to admit, in the 70s, and <laughs> for you youngins that might be listening, I'm referring to the 1970s when I was in, in grade school and early 80s. Uh, I don't remember being there, there being a whole lot of variations of fun things that we would put together. So um, why, why, why do you think you guys felt the need to kind of switch things up a little bit? Um, because some people just, like, I don't really know. It's, we just did it because some people would, like, there would be, say there's, like, 30 seconds left of recess and some people know it, and their best player was up. This actually happened, and it was bases loaded, and the team is down by three who's kicking, and the dude just hold it. He never kicked it, or he pitched it bad on purpose, so he couldn't kick it, and the other team won because he pitched it bad on purpose. So, first of all, we did it if you pitch it bad, you have to be kicked out of pitcher. If you pitch a bat on purpose like five times or something. But then also uh, the last rule, you have to pitch it. The thing, that's why we did that. Yeah, okay, now that makes sense. And now that, you, now that you said that, I remember, once again, a few years ago when I was on the kickball field, there was a big deal about how the pitcher would pitch. Like if they got too bouncy, that was not a very popular pitcher. Is that still the case? Yes, we... Nobody likes the two bouncy pitchers, but it's really just the um, people who aren't good. They really pitch, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, so that's where they tend to go play, where so they're more involved, even though they're not expert or semi-pro uh, <laughs> kickleball. kickleball. <laughs> I think I just combined accidentally pickleball with kickball, which tells you kind of what I've been doing lately. But um, they're they're not quite as good and proficient at kickball so they tend to be pitchers yes and okay. they're, they're okay at pitchers they want to be pitchers because they know they can't field that well so now what about the bunt is bunting allowed in your kickball games no no bunts oh nice i know i'm glad to hear that because bunts were allowed back in my day and if the pitcher was not proficient not very good at handling the bunt that would be an issue okay anything else about recess going on uh not really just kind of recess aid being annoying and then some other people being annoying with arguments so yeah now i gotta ask have you ever been accused of being annoying yes yes okay yes. do you have a story about sometime when you were accused of being annoying out on the kickball field so um i was on third base after hitting a triple right and max a person came up to me and um a person came up to me and threw the ball at me because and i was on third base and i used my hand i basically just hit it out but i was on the base so i went home and i was allowed and i thought i was allowed to do that then the person who was really mad came up and basically got really mad at me and then some other person told him to shut up um and they got in a huge fight and in the end of the day, it was my fault because I was being very annoying hitting the ball away. So. You were very annoying by hitting a triple or kicking a triple, I guess. And then, and then you know, I think, <laughs> I think if they bring the ball back in and then chuck it at you because they're so annoyed, I think the ball's still in play. I think you should be able to go uh, 
you should be able to go home on that. But anyway, well, that's that seems like a, a, a rough situation to be in. Okay, so we've covered our road trip to Oklahoma City, uh, at least the pre-road trip, Oklahoma City. Uh, we've covered the state of recess. Um, uh, we have not followed up because you had Battle of the Brains. You've talked about the very beginning of Battle of the Brains in Who's the Boss 1. We were kind of in the middle toward the end of Battle of the Brains and Who's the Boss 2. And Battle of the Brains has been turned in. It is currently being scored. What are your thoughts on Battle of the Brains? Um, I don't really know. We're probably not going to win, but we might get... I wouldn't be surprised if we get top 20. Okay, now if I remember right, there were over 500 entries. Is that right? I think it's about 450. Okay, not to get specific, but about 450, and you are hoping for top 20, but if I remember right, the top prize between the school and the amount that is given to the school, to to the kids, to create the actual exhibit in Science City in downtown Kansas City is about a half a million dollars. Is that right? Um, We actually learned it's about, like, you can pretty much do as much as you want. Okay, so, yeah, I mean... You know, we'll see. We'll see how much that actually ends up being. Look at that plane up there. Weird-looking plane. Anyway, sorry. Um, Just in the middle of Kansas, a plane flying kind of low. And it's a prop plane. I'll probably cut this out. You'll never hear this. All right, so um, how about the state of just what's going on in school, what's going on in class, what's been interesting, what hasn't been interesting. Let's start out with something that has been interesting that you've done. Not in Aspire, not, not in the Battle of the Brains. Well, actually, what... Since Battle of the Brains is over, what are you guys doing now? Um, so we've been doing kind of this, like, Amazing Race thing. And it's basically kind of like the show Amazing Race. But it's, like, riddles for a country. And the country is New Zealand. So we, like, learn a bunch of stuff about New Zealand. Like, yesterday we did riddles about, like, um, stuff in New Zealand. So it's, it's pretty fun. It's interesting. Yeah, did you know, like, New Zealand is close to Australia, right? And, like, if you are going to fly anywhere in the world probably the farthest possible place to fly to is new zealand from where we live did you know that yes because we have that in our um yeah that was one of the riddles like i'm the farthest country when we tried to figure out the country ah farthest country from now i've looked this up before uh but how far how long would it take someone from where we live to get to new zealand um, on flying, I think it would be like 20 hours. Yeah, that's that. like I had 18, 19, 20 hours in my mind because I've looked that up before because I've thought about, oh, you know, vacation in Australia, New Zealand, all that stuff. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's really far. Okay. And what, what have you learned about New Zealand that might be interesting? Um, I've learned about like all the places there, like the Wilford Sound or like some of like like the glow caves there's like a bunch of parks i don't really know how to pronounce but it's pretty cool (laughs) yeah yeah i there's a guy that i work with in my consulting job that um he's from new zealand and i always try to talk in a new zealand type accent with him because that's obviously what he's doing and he says i'm too australian and that's that's you know i that i have some work to do on my accent Have, have you listened to any videos of new zealanders talking no Oh, you should, man. It's a fun. It's a now. Now they speak English, but it is a fun kind of Australian type of. Uh, I guess I don't know if lexicon's the right word or the way that uh, the the sounds are produced or the way they talk. Kind of like you know people from down south got a little twang to them, and you obviously know how people from Australia 
how they speak English, but New Zealand has apparently, I did not know this, their own style of speaking English. So you should check some of those videos out sometime. All right. So outside of Aspire, anything fun or interesting, uh, interesting or fun or interesting and fun, anything been going on? I like social studies class probably the most right now. Okay, what is it about your social studies you're learning about, and why is it interesting? Uh, I'm learning about the Civil War, and it's interesting because I haven't really gone that deep into it. I've really gone deep into the Revolutionary War, but not the Civil War. So I get to learn things that I've never been able to learn before. Okay, can you think of maybe one or two things you've learned about the Civil War? Like how uh, maybe the states had to be equal. Like they made a agreement. Like, for example, when... Like, Kansas became a slave state. Maine had to become a free state and all that. So it's pretty cool how, like, I learned all that. And it's I think it's pretty cool. Okay, so there was a balance that needed to take place? Yes, in states. Yeah, within states. That is interesting. I uh, do some work in South Carolina. And South Carolina is a very, uh, well, I believe Fort Sumter is in... Um, South Carolina. Did, did you learn about Fort Sumter? Um, no. Okay. I bet you will. I bet you will. Some say that's where the first shots of the Civil War started, and South Carolina was certainly right down in it. Do you, do you think there could possibly be a different way that the Civil War is taught in South Carolina than, say, Missouri or a much northern state? Um, maybe that, like, South Carolina was a slave state, so maybe... A different way. I don't know, really. Yeah, I've I have sensed a uh, not not a very very different way, but they definitely look at the Civil War through that lens, especially from a Southern lens. But they also do it from the Northern lens as well. So I'm not saying South Carolina education is still trying to succeed uh, from the union of all the states, but it's just a different vibe. It's a different feel. So okay, so that's been interesting. What's been kind of lame lately in school? Math. Math. Now, that that hurts my heart, Bosley, because I was a math teacher for years and years and years. What are you learning in math right now? Multiplication, and it's really easy. Okay, now, you've you've done multiplication tables up to 12 since you were, I think, I'm ashamed to say, (laughs) pre-kindergarten. So you you were able to multiply pretty quickly. And uh, what I, so I'm assuming there are probably decimals involved and it, it, there's probably three, four or five digit numbers. Yeah, it's four digit numbers and some decimals involved. But when you learn how to use the standard algorithm, it's really easy. Yeah, the standard algorithm. Now, remind me and probably a lot of other people what the standard algorithm is, because I'm assuming people that are listening to this, the standard algorithm is to reach with your left or right hand for your calculator, then take your finger and punch punch in the values, hit multiplication and then equals. But what is the standard algorithm that you speak of? Um, I would say it's kind of like you just like do multi- like multiplication and then just like carry the tens over to each thing. And yeah. Yeah, so if you have an extra value, you bring it over to the next multiplication and add it in and, and so on and so forth. All the place values and things like that. Yeah. So the thing that I remember when I learned how to multiply uh, large numbers is it just takes one small mistake to throw the whole thing off. Do you still agree? 
Yes, that's for, like, people that when we have to work, like, their answer is, like, totally wrong, and they only messed up on, like, literally, like, one thing, and it was not too hard of a thing. They just messed up. Okay. All right. So, math, as much as it hurts my heart, is, is kind of lame right now. Anything that's kind of like, oh, you know, that could be interesting, but eh, whatever, anything in the middle? Science. Okay, talk to me about science. What's going on in science? We learn about states of matter, and we pretty much just learn the same things over and over and over again. So, yeah. Now, are there any experiments involved with the states of matter that you've done? A little bit, like kind of like how air, like kind of like salt and vinegar, not salt and vinegar, um, baking soda and vinegar, how they like produce carbon dioxide and like stuff like that, but I don't, not really. Oh, now did they do, did they use like a beaker or a science people or I don't know the exact, did, did they use a container and put put uh, vinegar and what is it again, baking soda? Yes, and, baking soda. And did they put like a balloon over the top of it and the balloon expanded? Um, no, we actually put vinegar and baking soda in a bag and we put the cup up and then we flipped over the cup and the bag would pop. Oh, nice. That seems a little more interesting. Yeah, I, I think there was some experiment where, and it probably wasn't this, but where some gas went into a balloon and then my chemistry teacher lit the balloon and there was a big fireball. But yeah, that's that's probably discouraged these days or maybe encouraged. I don't know. Any fire happen in any of your science experiments this year? No. Yeah, that I guess fifth grade. That, that kind of makes sense. But hey, that's something to look forward to. Maybe some fire in your future. All right, now, Bosley is very talented in, in interviewing because he can not only ride in a car going about 70, 75 miles an hour, but he can also play a game on his phone while talking. What game are you playing, man? Retro Bowl. Retro Bowl. That's a football game. That's an old school football game. What, what year did that come out? Like, the Retro Bowl came out in, like, 2021, but it's based on a game that was um, made in, like, 1989 or something. Whoa, that old? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's not as old as your dad, but that's still pretty old, 1989. Yeah, it looks like an old-school app. Is this pretty popular with kids these days? Yes, it is. What What are the most popular apps for kids on phones these days? I mean, like, apps, probably, like, TikTok, Snapchat, but, like, if you're talking about, like, games... Yes, games. Probably, like, Subway Surfers. Um, yeah, Subway Surfers, that's really all I could think about. Well, Retro Bowl, right? Yeah, Retro Bowl is there. But most people will kind of get into Subway Surfers. Now, do people play, like, Fortnite on their phones? Uh, it's possible, but not a lot of people do it. Yeah, it'd be harder than having, a, like, a remote control. Okay, very cool. All right, so I would like to wrap this up. How long have we been talking? We've been 22 and a half minutes. That's, that's a decent podcast for Who's the Boss 3. I always kind of end up with the same uh, types of questions. I think some advice that you might have. I think I did teachers the last couple of times. I think I started to do principals one time, but you don't really have that much interactions with principals, do you? No, not really. Well, yeah, that's, thank goodness. Uh, But what, I I don't know. Okay, I've got one. What would be some advice that you, now again, we're going to be nice. This is constructive advice. And no, I'm not going to ask about recess aids. I'm going to ask about cafeteria food. Now, I know that you take your lunch every day. But I also know you didn't used to take your lunch every day. What would it take for a cafeteria at an elementary school to get you to look at your mom or, and say, hey, 
can I just have money for lunch? I want to eat at school. Like, what kind of things would they have to... Now, realistically, they can't put a Chipotle in your uh, cafeteria. But what are some things that they could honestly do to make food, in your opinion, worth consuming at your elementary school? Um, maybe make it a little more healthier. Maybe make it not as, like... Maybe make it not look depressed. <laughs> now, how, how does food look depressed? It's like, it looks all like like greasy and like slimy and it kind of like just like it kind of just like like flops over kind of it's just like it's not like it's it looks like it's kind of just like water got poured into it oh that makes me sad that makes me sad way deep down and and i'm assuming like my my brain automatically goes to how good the pizza used to be in the 70s and 80s. When it was pizza day, it was a big darn deal. So I'm assuming that when the pizza goes onto the tray, it is not the most pleasant thing to look at these days? Um, no. The thing that everybody really loves here is like a teriyaki chicken bowl. And I tried it once. It's not that good, but... Like, okay, but but if there's one popular dish, it would be the teriyaki chicken bowl at your elementary school. For me, for me, this is me personally. It would be a baked potato, but yeah, for everybody, it's teriyaki chicken. I like teriyaki chicken. I just don't like the school's teriyaki chicken. Now, baked potato. What would they have to have to put on that sucker? Um, they have pretty much everything. They have cheese, sour cream, butter. They have a lot of things. Luckily for that, so I I would eat that, but I just prefer to bring my lunch because I can have like a good like turkey sandwich or something. So you have more control over what goes in there. Now, do you make your sack lunches in the morning, or does mom help you out with that? Uh, mom helps me out. Okay. Well, that's nice of her. That's nice of her. All right, man. Well. This is uh, where, you know, you can listen to this anytime, but we're in 2023. We're between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so, and the new year, and you are about to enter your last semester, next semester, in elementary school. Uh, We will probably pick up on who's the boss for once we're into second semester, into your last semester of elementary school, and we're going to start talking about middle school that's coming up. You excited about middle school? Um, not really. Yeah, recess goes away, doesn't it? Yeah, but at this point, recess has kind of just been chaotic, so. Chaotic recess, well, hey, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. The chaotic recess will be gone. You'll be in middle school, which is, by the way, across the street, so you don't have to go that far, but it starts a little earlier in the morning, is that right? Yes. Do you have a hard time getting up in the morning? Not really. I can get up, I just, like, when it, my school starts pretty late, so I'm able to just get up at like 7:30 and still have a lot of time but i i can i i would probably have trouble adjusting to it but i can definitely do it yeah i think everybody can adjust to it all right man well have a good rest of your semester guys thanks for tuning in there's who's the boss three i will try to clean up the audio a little bit but you've realized that by now or not because i worked on it and uh, i will talk to you guys later have a great week